0: For almost 40 years, an incredible phenomena has been occurring in a remote village of Bosnia-Herzegovina, which may contain secrets that could change life as we know it. After hearing of a number of miracles from first-hand witnesses, I wonder if this could be a giant wake-up call for humanity. Considering once these secrets are revealed, it could be too late, this just might be worth taking a look into. I'm Shannon Gieselman, and since the day I discovered this place called Medjugorje, I haven't been able to take my mind off of it. Why doesn't everyone know about it? Well, join me as I bring real-life stories of miracles of Medjugorje and why this is a modern-day case for grace. On June 25th, 1981, Our Lady specifically chose six children ranging in ages from 10 to 17 when she first appeared in Medjugorje. With this unique grace also comes a very special burden. Although these visionaries have been blessed with visions from God, these visions show a very painful future for the world. No one asked these young people if they really wanted these apparitions, but they accepted them and with it came responsibility and great suffering. Welcome back to Miracles of Medjugorje, A Case for Grace. I'm Shannon Gieselman. Many of us often wonder our whole lives what our purpose is. But when the mother of God appears to you in the same way these six children have experienced, there really doesn't leave much room for question. Today, I'll be highlighting each individual visionary and their unique role in the apparitions. But first, let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Eternal Father, we pause for a moment in our busy lives to acknowledge the awesomeness of your grace by sending us your Holy Mother. We humbly ask for your guidance to help give us the wisdom to understand these messages and apply them to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Many people, including the visionaries themselves, have wondered why Our Lady chose them in particular. They once asked her, and she replied, it's not always necessary to look for the best. No one can deny that these six visionaries have given their lives in obedience with their mission to be messengers and examples of Our Lady's messages. Now approaching almost 40 years later, the consistent good fruits that come from Ejigoria is really evidence in and of itself. I find another amazing aspect related to these six visionaries, and that is the meaning behind their names. Did you know the Bible is filled with many examples of how Hebrew reveals deep, hidden, and prophetic meaning in a person's name? Check this out. The names Maria and Mariana both mean Mary, which is the Blessed Mother's name. Ivanka and Ivan mean John. Our Lady first appeared on June 24th, 1981, which is the feast of John the Baptist. John the Baptist prepared the way for the coming of the Messiah. Visca's name means life. Our Lady has revealed to Viska her life story, which Viska is to make public when Our Lady tells her to do so. Finally, Yaakov's name means James. The church in Medjugorje is St. James. Clearly, this is no coincidence, but rather something that's ordained by God. All right, let's begin with Viska Ivankovic Mijatovic. I apologize in advance if I'm butchering the names, but that was my best crack at it. <laughs> Visca is the oldest of the visionaries, and she comes from a family of eight children. Her prayer mission given to her by Our Lady is to pray for the sick. She still continues to receive daily apparitions, and Our Lady has so far confided nine secrets to her. She's married with two children and lives in a small village near Medjugorje. A couple of months before the apparitions began, a mysterious pair of rosary beads appeared to Visca's brother. The two of them were about to go out and collect wood when the brother noticed a strange pair of rosaries in the back of his tractor trailer. They asked around the village, but nobody claimed them. When the apparitions began, Visca's mother asked her to ask Our Lady about them. She told Visca they were a gift from her to her and her family. Visca said in an interview before, I prayed from pure habit. Now I've turned completely to prayer. I commit my life to God and I feel sorry for those who do not believe in God because Our Lady wants no one to be lost. It's up to the people to obey the messages and be converted. Great things are happening here. Our Lady is among us and she wishes to attract everyone to her son. That's the reason she's been coming for so long and so often. Here, everyone feels the nearness and love of God. Beginning in January 1983, the Blessed Mother told Visca her life story, which took her over two years. The information is contained in three handwritten notebooks and will be published when Our Lady tells Visca its time. Visca is described as strong-willed, full of energy, courageous, outspoken, and fearless. Most know Visca from the beautiful smile that emanates from her face. She's always cheerful and tends to be most expressive during the apparitions, which has always made her the most interesting one to watch. In the early days of the apparition, Our Lady paid a surprise visit to Visca and Yakov. She announced that she was going to take them to heaven, purgatory, and hell. Now that is a separate podcast in the future all to itself, but... <laughs> Let's just focus on Visca's experience. She was really taken back by the souls that she saw in purgatory. She experienced their loneliness and sorrow and was greatly impacted. She says they're totally dependent upon the prayers and penance of the people on earth in order for them to be released into heaven. She asked Our Lady if there was anything that she could do to help them and offer herself up as reparation. After fasting and receiving permission from her confessor, After fasting and receiving permission from her confessor, Our Lady accepted her offer when she was certain Visca understood the seriousness of what she was asking. Shortly afterwards, in 1986, a mysterious illness afflicted Visca, causing her to suffer extremely painful headaches and high fevers that were so severe, she would often fall into comas. Often during these episodes, she was semi-conscious and obviously suffering, although she would awaken just a few minutes before Our Lady's apparition each evening. Suddenly, she would appear smiling and happy as she told everyone not to worry about her. At one point, her mother begged Visca to ask Our Lady to cure her, but Visca responded that if only her mother knew how much good her suffering was doing for the poor souls, she wouldn't ask this of her. In January of 1988, Our Lady told Visca her suffering would soon come to an end, giving her the exact date her illness would disappear. On February 25th, 1988, the Blessed Virgin instructed Visca to write three letters, one to her confessor, one to the Bishop's Commission investigating the apparitions, and finally to the priest of St. James in Medjugorje. These letters were sealed and delivered to them with the instructions not to open the envelopes. On September 25th, 1988, just after her 24th birthday, Visca's headaches and symptoms disappeared, never to return. She asked the recipients of the sealed letters to open them in the presence of two witnesses. Each of the letters written seven months before contained the same date, September 25th, 1988. Visca's illness was God's gift to her, not a punishment. It was accepted voluntarily, and its purpose was for the salvation of souls. Subsequent tests showed the brain tumor was completely gone. Visca's experience has allowed her to help educate countless individuals to learn how to accept suffering with joy. Our Lady has often asked Visca to offer up other sufferings for special intentions, one of which was a strict fast for several days on nothing but bread and water. Another time, she went into a deep coma for more than 40 days. She also went without seeing Our Lady ranging up to 40 days, and Visca claims that was the most difficult of all of her sufferings. There's a little-known story of Viska and the apparition she had while on an operating table. Once she had a problem with her appendix and was rushed to the hospital in Mostar. Because of the severity of the situation, they transferred her to a better-equipped hospital in Zagreb for an operation. Later, the doctors and nurses told her that during her surgery, she sat up on the operating table. They saw her lips moving as though she was talking to someone, but they couldn't hear anything. It turns out it was during the moment of an apparition. The doctors and nurses were totally amazed. Visca stands out as one of the most mystical of the visionaries because of her well-documented gift of healing. Once there was a woman who had been in a wheelchair half her life, who got up and walked normally after Visca had prayed over her. She doesn't take any kind of credit and says, It's their faith and God doing the miracles for them. It has also been reported that Visca has the gift of bilocation. This is a miraculous ability where an individual appears to be in two places at the same time. It has been well documented among many saints of the past, including most recently, a very well-known Saint Padre Pio. While she claims to have no conscious awareness of having the ability of bilocation, witnesses who were too ill to make the trip to Medjugorje claim to have had visitations by Visca and being healed from their illnesses. Next up, we have Yaakov Kolo. Yaakov is the youngest of the seers, and he was only 10 years old when the apparition started. His mission given by Our Lady is to pray for the sick. Yaakov's mother died when he was only 12, and it affected him deeply since he rarely saw his father, who worked in Germany, as many men did in those days. Yaakov adds a special angle of authenticity to this group of seers because any 10-year-old would consider it impossible to endure up to three hours of prayer and attendance in church. How could a fidgety little boy be on his knees every single night, year after year, in good weather and bad, without any break in the routine? If the apparitions had been a trick or a lie, little Yaakov would have been the first to easily break under pressure. It was at Yaakov's house when Our Lady appeared and announced that she was going to take himself and Viska to see heaven. Frightened little Yaakov didn't think he would come back, so he insisted she just take Viska instead because he's an only child and she had many brothers and sisters. While the memory of this incredible visitation is indelible in his mind, Yaakov says if he thinks about it too much, he would die of loneliness. Our Lady confided the tenth and last secret to him while at an apparition in Miami, Florida. He was with his family and Mariana. She now appears to Yaakov only once a year on Christmas Day. Our Lady literally raised Yaakov since his mother died when he was so young. It was very difficult for him to accept that he would no longer see Our Lady every day. He wondered how he would continue and struggled for months until through prayer, he realized that he was now just like the rest of us who do not see Our Lady. He tells us that Our Lady is with each of us always and we can experience her in our own hearts. Yaakov lives in the parish of Medjugorje and is married and now has three children. He remains very private and says nothing about his future. He's the only one of the visionaries who refused to disclose whether he will be alive when the permanent sign comes. The other five have said they will be alive. Yaakov says, From the first time Our Lady appeared to me, my life changed entirely. Now I pray more and go to Mass every evening. I try more and more to fulfill the messages that Our Lady gives us. I feel I'm closer to God, and I believe we have to pray that God's plans will be realized. I now want to live as a Christian. To me, the mass means an encounter with the living God. Our lady always tells us to pray more. Next, we have Ivanka Ivankovic Ellis. I think I said that right. Again, these names are really hard. (laughs) Ivanka was the first to see Our Lady on June 24th, 1981, and is the youngest of the four girls. Ivanka's prayer mission from Our Lady is to pray for families. She has one brother and one sister. Her mother died in May of 1981 when the apparitions first began. Ivanka asked Our Lady about her mother. She told her that she was with her in heaven. God has allowed Ivanka to see and speak to her mother five times over the years. She's had daily apparitions until May 7th, 1985. On that day, Our Lady confided to her the last of her 10 secrets. Our Lady told her that for her entire life, she will have an apparition every year on June 25th, the anniversary of the apparitions. So far, it has been just that way. Ivanka is living in the parish of Medjugorje and is married and has three children. Ivanka says, When the apparitions began, I was only a child. I prayed and went to church when my parents asked me to. Now when I pray, I feel united with God and Our Lady. Before, when I went to Mass, I didn't feel anything special. Now, I know God is alive at the Holy Mass and gives himself completely to us in the host. Concerning my future, I leave it completely to God. My path will go in the direction God leads me. I have some advice for young people. I want to tell them to turn to God as soon as possible because he is the only one who can lead them to happiness and truth. We simply must pray more and live the messages of Medjugorje. Next, we have Mariana Dragicevic-Soldo. Mariana was born March 18, 1965 in Sarajevo. Her prayer mission from Our Lady is to pray for all unbelievers. She's the second oldest of the seers and the most educated. She graduated from University of Sarajevo. And although her family lives in Sarajevo, she spent many summers with her grandmother who lived in a nearby village. And that's how she came to be in Medjugorje during that summer. She had daily apparitions until December 25, 1982. On this date, Mariana received her 10th and final secret from Our Lady. Mariana was the first seer to receive all 10 secrets. Since that time, Our Lady only appeared to Mariana once a year on her birthday, March 18th. Until August 2nd, 1987, when Our Lady also started appearing to her on the second day of each month to pray with Mariana for all unbelievers. Just this year, in March of 2020, the Blessed Mother informed Mariana she would no longer be coming for monthly apparitions, which was obviously devastating not only to Mariana, but to the pilgrims who ventured there to witness the apparitions. Mariana has been chosen for a special role as she has been instructed by Our Lady to reveal the 10 secrets along with a priest of her choosing when the time comes. Concerned that she wouldn't be able to remember the secrets, the Blessed Mother personally handed her a scroll made of parchment like paper. It's not even of of this world. It contains each of the 10 secrets written down and the date they are to be revealed. Once When her cousin and friend reviewed the scroll, neither of them saw the same thing and neither were able to read the secrets. When the time to reveal the secrets comes, she will give the scroll to the priest who will be given the grace to read only the first secret and then the others at the appropriated time. Mariana lives in a Medjugorje with her husband, Marco Soldo, and they have two daughters. Mariana says... I didn't know Marian apparitions existed. I never heard about Lourdes or Fatima. The first day Ivanka had the vision of Our Lady, I thought, well, this can't be real. But Our Lady gave us strength to accept her as a mother. I've changed a lot. I realized how empty my heart was, and and now I truly feel God, the mother of God, and the faith. My relationship with Our Lady has become one of a mother and daughter. Jesus is like a friend or an older brother. Whoever believes in God and opens himself up to God needn't be afraid. God will be with him in the future too. If everyone believed in God, there'd be no war. All right, next we have Ivan Dragicevic. Ivan is the oldest of the two boys and was always known to be extremely shy and introverted. He decided to enter into a seminary, but after two attempts, was unable to handle the academic requirements. He ended up overcoming all his shyness to traveling the world as a high demand speaker, especially in the United States. His prayer mission given to him by Our Lady is to pray for priests, families, and the youth of the world. Although Yvonne and Mariana share the same last name, they aren't related. Our Lady has confided nine secrets to Yvonne and he still sees her daily. He's now married and resides half the year in Medjugorje and half the year in Boston, Massachusetts. Yvonne and his wife Lorene have four children. By request of Our Lady, Yvonne and Maria started a prayer group of young people who began meeting twice a week on Apparition Hill or Cross Mountain. During the prayer group meetings, Our Lady would normally appear to the visionaries, giving them messages and instructions. She asked them to offer up their prayers for fulfillment of her plans for the world. Yvonne says, The apparitions made a big difference in my life, the difference between heaven and earth. For example, I arrange my day so that I find time to pray. Before, my life had no meaning. Now, I'm filled with inner contentment. The first time I saw Our Lady, a change occurred in my soul and in my heart. Before, I often avoided prayer, but now the difference is so great, I really can't describe it. I'm confident and not afraid because I know who leads me, and therefore I'm not afraid of death. People in our parish and all people should feel that way. Maria Pavlovich Lunetti. Maria is the third oldest of the visionaries. Her prayer mission is to pray for all the souls in purgatory. She has three brothers and two sisters. When the apparition started, she was studying in Mostar, which is about 18 miles away from Medjugorje. Our Lady appeared to her for the first time on June 25th, 1981. And she still has apparitions every day and is the visionary to whom Our Lady gives the public message to the world on the 25th of each month. Our Lady has confided nine secrets to her so far. And Maria is presently living in Italy and she's married and has four children. She visits Medjugorje a number of times throughout the year. Maria says everything has changed in Medjugorje. People started to pray and listen to Our Lady's messages. Before I didn't pray enough, Now I want to pray more and more. I'm sure God gives much to everyone who opens themselves up to prayer. I tell people they should pray more and Our Lady will give them peace in all that burdens them. Our Lady urges us to nurture prayer, to propagate peace, and to fast. She says that everyone who comes to Medjugorje must be converted. They must encourage other people to pray and fast. God wishes us to pray and fast and to develop the parish to make it grow more in faith. If people accept the messages, God will lead them. In addition to the visionaries, two other local girls began hearing Our Lady's voice in an interior way. This phenomenon is known as locution. Ten-year-old Yelena describes her experience as an intense presence of Mary, an experience of the heart. Several months later, in March 1983, Yelena's friend Mariana, not related to the other Mariana, began to see Our Lady interiorly as well. Both girls received spiritual guidance and instructions to lead people to holiness. Our Lady established and led a prayer group through Yelena and dictated consecration prayers and a prayer for the sick. She recommended we read Matthew 6, 24 through 34 every Thursday. Eventually, their visitations ceased. As of this recording, we continue to receive regular messages only from Maria on the 25th of each month. Mariana used to receive a message on the 2nd of the month specifically for the non-believers or those who have not yet come to know God's love. But as I mentioned, our Blessed Mother informed her she would no longer be coming on the second, which in light of all the things that have taken place in the world this year, it seems rather eerie or perhaps indicative of the Blessed Mother beginning to wean her children off her messages. Mariana will continue to have her annual apparition on March 18th for the rest of her life. And this date holds significance, but what we only will know once the secrets are revealed. Occasionally, Yvonne will relay one of his daily operations, but for the most part, he remains very private. And the same for Visca. So what do all these messages contain? The visionaries announce it's the fulfillment of the covenant established after the fall of Adam and Eve. It was then that God promised to send the woman, Mary, clothed with the sun, as we see in Revelations 12, whose seed, which is Christ, would crush the head of the serpent, Satan. And we can refer to that in Genesis 3.15. As we recall, Jesus Christ from the cross identified his mother as the woman of the covenant and mother of all offspring of Adam and Eve, who choose her. In John 19.25, Jesus identifies the relationship of John representing the body of Christ or the church as the son and Mary as our mother. The visionaries say those who are wise also take Jesus as mother for their own in these times. Thank you for tuning in, and please, if you have a story to share about Medjugorje, or you know someone who does, you can reach out to me at podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, and God bless. Amen.